Hello, welcome to Healing with Hope, Faith and Love, Healing from Domestic Violence. Now today I want to talk about uh, resistance to change. I'd actually been flicking through Louise Hayes' book again and she gave me some ideas on what to do for my next couple of podcasts. And in um, her books she talks about resistance to change, which I won't read from them, um, but if you are interested in having a look at it, please please um, have a look at it. Um, I know she was very um, modest about her books and just didn't want to be, to be pushed um, in a way where um, it was. She felt it in a negative way or in a pushed in a way where you know people were forced to read the books rather than you know needing to read the books. So, um, so what I'll do is, is I'll just. You know, just use that as a guide for me today to explain to you um, the resistance to change and how that can be really a major thing for you or for me when it comes to healing is is that this need to be aware of the fact that you need to take those few first steps in healing. And sometimes when you do make those steps, there can be a resistance to that. And I know because I'm speaking from experience on how difficult it was because it did take me a couple of years before reaching out and, and going to get some counselling. Um, I think it was about four years before I, after leaving my ex in 2002, to actually step out and, and actually leave. Um, and then once I did that was actually to go seek out counselling. And it did, like I said, it took four years and... It can be a very difficult step to, to to make, and I know even just sometimes thinking about it makes me feel a bit anxious. Um, but it's so important to take that first step in healing, and I know I probably spoke about this in a few podcasts ago. But it's so important to realise that it's this pattern that's very deep within us, and sometimes we it can be so normal that to change that normal can be really 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 anxiety provoking and it could be the point where you can have panic attacks about it because you're just so used to what had been going on that you don't want to change it or you can't change it because that has been normal for such a long time or even for a short period of time to, to break away from that and know that the that there can be something good out there there can be something new that you can take those steps towards healing or changing um, that situation for yourself and it is something that you need to let me look at when taking those first few steps and I do think that you need to be aware of this when you're actually starting your healing process and the first stage can be um, like I've said in my previous podcast it can be it can be different for everyone I mean for me it was domestic violence counseling I mean if for you it could be something different um, so the first stage is to actually approach this in a way where you feel, okay, well, what do I need to do to take the first steps? So, I mean, sometimes just debriefing with someone could be a, a good option for you. I mean, maybe not. I mean, maybe it could be reading a book or it could be going over, um, you know, just how you're feeling with a friend. And sometimes that can be the best place to start. Um, it's also being aware of where you want to go with this, where you want to go with your life after change. And sometimes when you've taken that first step to healing, that's probably not even the first thing you're thinking about. But when starting a new life and starting towards that healing, 
sometimes that can be a good way of starting that healing direction and being aware of the fact that you need to take those first few steps what you want to do where you want to go and it can be also the resistance to actually stop from making changes as, as well so when you are becoming aware of that what you need to do your resistance can also stop you from doing that so when you're actually making changes in your life you can have that pullback so be aware of that and that's what I mean by the bit through you need to learn through the awareness of that and what you need to do maybe is look at the resistance what are you feeling how are you feeling it why and and when you're first going through those process of starting your healing journey you may not be actually aware of how to do that and just just be conscious of you want to go out you want to do something you need to heal but should I heal is there something maybe there might be something really wrong with me maybe there might be something that maybe they might be able to find something well what if they do what would be the anxiety behind it so what if they find something but what if they don't so why would you why would you deliberately make yourself anxious or have this anxiety that you've had for such a long time over something that may not even be there so you need to be aware that that resistance can really make a different big difference with taking those steps to healing and sometimes it's maybe not something you can do is observe yourself with doing it and watch how you resist because that may not actually be something that you can do when you but maybe something like um maybe if you're looking at um when resistance if maybe you're starting to become a little bit aware of it you're feeling a bit anxious okay you want to go somewhere but you don't think you should well okay you want to go out to the shops and it's not something you can frequently do in the past and well why can't you go what stops you from going okay well I'm going to go out to dinner with friends tonight but maybe I shouldn't go well why not why can't you go it's those little those little non-verbal cues that maybe that you might not be thinking of it could be um it could be something else you might not do maybe joining uh, a social group oh no maybe I shouldn't go maybe no one will like me well why not well how are you supposed to know if people are not going to like you unless you go so I mean don't assume things either like I just mentioned with the assume, don't assume that uh, it won't do any good. Don't assume that no one will understand. Don't assume that um, my whole person, no one will, no one will like me. Um, people think I'm crazy if I go to therapist. Well, you know, we're all a little crazy. I mean, really, and we're human, so we're all we all get a little quirks, and we're all got our little um, habits and all those little personality traits that we don't. You know, we don't like or, you know, it may annoy people. I mean, so, so what? I mean, people get over it. Um, what if I'm angry? What if they don't like it? Well, I mean, how many people have walked into therapy being angry? I mean, it's don't don't let that stop you from, from seeking help or going healing or changing. Um, and don't believe that, you know, oh, I, I don't, I don't deserve it or maybe it's not right for me or don't but oh you know um you know with all the things that's happened you know spiritually I just you know God won't love me or you know whoever you you know the universe Buddha whoever uh, you believe in oh you know they'll just be angry with me um maybe I, well, you don't know that and you know your your pref your preferred religion 
they, they're not going to judge you because you've been through domestic violence. And maybe, you know, you know, it's maybe, you know, when you want to go somewhere, I was too far to drive, you know, to, to go something or go somewhere because you want to enjoy life or you want to go somewhere. It, don't use the excuse, it's too far to drive. I know I've done that a lot. <laughs> um, or it's, oh, it's too expensive. It'll take too long. Oh, I don't believe it, you know, or, you know, I'm not that kind of person. Well, you're not the kind of person to seek out help. Well, was I? Was I the not the right kind of person to seek out help? So I mean, don't use excuses. Don't believe that these are the things that you you know that'll stop you from changing. And the ideas that ourselves that we use as limitations: I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I'm too tall. I'm too crazy. You know, I'm too short. I'm too poor. I'm worthless. You know, I'm I'm too serious. I don't have a sense of humour. I mean, really. I mean, so what if you don't have a sense of humour? That doesn't make you a bad person. Don't believe that these self-concepts um, should stop you from from changing. You know, don't don't change, don't stop, don't deny yourself the right to live a happy life because you think, from what your ex has said, that you're like this. I mean, you, who is he? Who is she? I mean, do they do their whole beliefs define the whole universe? Well, I certainly know they don't define mine. And I'm sure you're a lovely person. I don't need to meet you to know that. Um, don't use delaying tactics like "I'll do it later." I can't think right now. I don't have the time. It would take too much time away from my work. Well, taking too much time away from work for healing—that should never be an excuse. Oh, I work. I can't. Really? You can't access someone you can call. I mean, there are a lot of counsellors that will take counselling over the phone. I can tell you, I can tell you now. I know for a fact they do. So don't and don't be in denial. Oh, there's nothing wrong with me. It's me. I'm crazy. Really? Are you sure about that? I can't do anything about this problem. Really? Are you a hundred percent sure you can't do anything about this problem? Um, what good would it do? Well, how do you know it's not going to do any good? How are, you, how are you to know that it's not going to change anything? Don't let fear drive you. Don't let fear, in any single possible way, drive you. Don't allow it to say, I might fail. Well, I've been in counselling for 12 years. Does it sound like it's failed for me? Well, how do you know that? Maybe they might reject me. Maybe the neighbours might, what will the neighbours think? Well, to be honest with you, the neighbours will probably love the idea that you're doing something positive for yourself. And the neighbours are not going to judge you going into counselling because how do you know they probably haven't been there at least once themselves? Um, I might get hurt. Well, sometimes recovering does mean you get hurt. Sometimes changing does mean you get hurt because you've got to deal with a lot of emotions and feelings and the way you've had to deal with life and all that stuff that's been pushed right down into your gut and into your mind and the back of your mind. And, you know, I'm getting a bit anxious over this, the idea of even someone else going through that. I mean, it's... What if I get hurt? What if they find I'm not perfect? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not perfect. So, <laughs> I mean, why would that be something you'd worry about? So what if you're not perfect? Oh, it might hurt my image. Well, really? So healing's going to hurt your image? And, you know, come on. I mean, really, let's not use fear of excuses to stop you from doing something that's so positive in your life that you know you can achieve this. You know you can do take that first step. So today, tomorrow... Don't use fear, don't use denial, don't use delaying tactics. Pick up the phone, go onto your tablet, go
go to the library and start taking that first step. Don't resist. Don't delay. Don't, don't stop yourself from doing it. Stand in front of a mirror and say to yourself all the positive things like I'm prepared to change. I am an okay person. I am prepared to change. I am willing to change and I'm an okay person. That I can step out beside this door today. I can pick up that phone. I can take the steps to change. I can do it. Now this mirror work is actually something that Louise Hayes and I like actually love the idea that you actually stand in front of I can change. I am okay. I'm not worthless. I'm not useless. I'm not stupid. I worked. I made an income. I brought into the household. I cleaned. I managed things. I did things. I was able to do this despite what he or she said. I grew into a good person. I am a good person. Don't deny yourself that. Don't deny yourself from changing because one person, or even two, even if it was your parents, don't stop yourself from being that person that you want to be, that change you want to make because one person, two people, actually told you these things, that they were emotionally abusive, physically abusive, they raised their hand, they got pissed, sorry, they got drunk all the time. Don't deny yourself because of what that action, what they did, what he did, what she did. Take those first few steps. Be willing to release the need to actually go back to those steps. Like I said, be willing to release the need to actually go back to old habits. I don't need to change. Release the need to resist. Make those first few steps. Don't think that you're unworthy. Don't think that you, um, you're going to be a pain. You're going to be difficult. It's not worth their time. You, you, you have no right to say that about yourself. You, you have the right. You are worth spending time on. You are worth healing. You are worth healing. It's, it, it is so beneficial for you to have self-worth because having self-worth can start your healing journey and it can actually open many doors and you may not see it right now, but it can happen. Have that willpower, have that discipline to actually heal. Don't be too self-criticizing on yourself. Don't be criticized. Don't allow yourself to say, oh, I'm not going to do it, or I'm horrible, I'm terrible. Don't criticize yourself. Say to yourself, I'm willing to release the need to be unworthy. I'm worthy of the very best in life. I'm now loving, lovingly allowing myself to accept it that I need to heal. As I spend a few days doing these affirmations over and over in in my outer effect patterns of procrastination will automatically begin to fade. Say this to yourself, I am eternally, as I internally create a pattern of self-worth, then I no longer have the need to delay my good. Self-criticism, stop it. You do not need to self-criticize, you do not need to beat yourself up any more than what you already have. So every time you feel like you're saying to yourself, I'm worthless. Question it. Am I? I can't do anything right. We all make mistakes. Oh, I'm a loser. 
who defines a loser? Who 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 says that we're all? Who says you're a loser? Who who defines a person as a loser? Who has the right to say that? I really, really hope that this has been something that you actually have um, found useful today and I really do hope that this is something that you can think about. I really will stop there because I think it's gone on for long enough and it can sometimes too much information can be very overwhelming and I want you to think about everything I've talked about today in this podcast and I want you to see um, about the beliefs about the self-concept, about the self-criticisms, about the assumptions, about the, um, the non-verbal cues of resisting change. I want you to think about the, the awareness of the first step in healing or changing. And that can be an extremely difficult step. But once you make that step, and once you, once you take that first step about being worthy, about self-love, about a self-image that you'd like to even picture yourself where you'd like to be in five years time if that's the thing that gets you started in that healing process then please do it please take that first step I promise you you will not regret taking that first step it will be hard it will be difficult it will not be easy and if, please don't let that fear of what I'm telling you stop you from moving on with your life from moving on to the healing and the changing that you need to take after domestic violence. From Elizabeth Baker, from Healing with Hope, Faith and Love, I wish you a good day, have a brilliant week, have a lovely evening, goodbye and I'll see you soon. Bye.